Sometimes my brain gets real starved. This is the haircut that makes me look like I ought to be raking a yard at a state facility. It's my way or the highway. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Before we get started, I do want to take a moment to acknowledge that we are now being hosted at a new site, and as a result of that, our audience may have expanded significantly. Or maybe not. I could be super hopeful that the fact that we're now available on Spotify and Deezer and Stitcher and a variety of other places that we weren't available before, I could be fooling myself into thinking that's going to expand our audience. But I'm going to be optimistic. You could be listening to me for the very first time, so welcome. Thanks for taking a chance. This is Storytime with GamerDude. I've been doing this for five years now. And if you look back into the archive, you're going to find over 250 episodes of this nonsense. I call it nonsense. It's actually fun for me. I've gotten such positive feedback. It makes me feel good to do this, and I'm glad so many people get so much enjoyment out of listening to these episodes. So thank you. And if you're new, I do encourage you. Go back and listen to this stuff. Season one, it's a little rough production-wise. I candidly admit that. I've learned as we've been doing this for five years. That's why we do the best of episodes, too. I take some of those early stories and clean them up. But the whole episodes do hold up. So if you go back to season one, check it out. There's a long history of story time there you can dig into if you want to. And I encourage you to do so. One of the earliest episodes that I did was about Gene Shepard. You may know Gene Shepard from A Christmas Story. That's based on his writings and his childhood. And I've talked at length in the past about Gene Shepard. He had a radio show for years and years, and I listened to it and ate it up with a spoon. It was just compelling radio. The guy was really good at telling a story, creating a scene, just bringing you into his world. And I did radio years ago, and one of the things that I wanted to do was be able to do the stuff that Gene Shepard did. I was basically a straight DJ. I did a morning show with some goofy stuff, but I wasn't the raconteur, the bard, the storyteller that Gene Shepard was. But that's what this podcast is for. So thank you for checking it out. Thank you for being here. What we do is a little bit of everything. Sometimes it's reminiscences. Sometimes I give you lists of things you may have forgot about or never knew about. Sometimes I go over top movies or bottom movies, great music, bad music, wonderful books, horrible books, or whatever random thing occurs to me this particular week. This week is one of those random episodes. It's not so much random, but it's kind of random me, I guess is the best way to put it. It's hard to categorize what I wanted to talk about today, but it's all about COVID. We've been living with COVID now for close to three years, and some of us have been living with it more seriously, I guess is the way to put it, than others. There are so many people who have just gone, COVID, it's just the flu, and haven't taken it seriously. They don't really worry about it. They don't really think about it. I don't know what it is about it that made me concerned about it from day one, except that, you know, people who are smart, scientists, doctors, people who know things, they were concerned about it. So I figured if they were concerned about it, I should be concerned about it. And I have been for close to three years. And I've talked about COVID in the past and how it worries me that people don't take it seriously. I've talked about how I continue to mask and will continue to mask, probably for the rest of my life, at the rate things are going. Because I've read the articles, I've read the studies, I've seen what people say about long COVID. I've seen what people say about old dudes like me who get sick. I don't want to be one of those guys. I know I'm not going to live forever, but I'd rather die bungee jumping or on a spaceship to Mars or something. I don't want to die from a stupid virus. 
So I'm very cognizant of it, and I'm very careful. But anyway, what I'm trying to get to is the topic of today's episode. What I wanted to talk about is permanent changes in my life that I've made, that Mrs. GamerDude has made, as a result of COVID. Now, a lot of these changes I know other people have made too, and maybe you have as well. But the reason I wanted to talk about it is it has changed the way the world is for me, and it probably has changed the way the world is for you. Because let's be honest, there was a pre-COVID world that no longer exists. There was a pre-COVID world where you could go to the store, you could go to the restaurant, you could plan a trip, you could go to a club, you could go for a walk. You just did things without thinking about them, without having to plan. You could leave the house without going, did I bring my mask? Who am I going to see? Where am I going to go? What am I going to run into? That's probably the biggest change right there. Every time I leave the house to go somewhere, I'm acutely aware of where I'm going, who I'm going to see, who I'm going to be exposed to, and I worry about it, and I plan accordingly. That plan always includes a mask. I have different levels of mask, whether it's an N95 or a K94, which is a Korean equivalent of the N95, or a cloth mask with the PF 2.5 filters in it. I have those too. I have an array of masks that I never thought I'd own. It's crazy, but instead of neckties, which is what I used to wear every day when I went to work, now I have masks. Which color mask would I like to wear today? Which pattern am I in the mood for? I never thought that that would be a thing, not in my life, but planning my life around where I'm going and what mask I have and making sure I have clean, effective masks all of the time, no matter where I go, that's a permanent change in my life. Along those same lines, I'm always on the lookout for another kind of mask. What's the next best kind of mask? I really want something comfortable that's going to protect me. Do I care about wearing a mask in public? I do not. I'm more than happy to do it. It's a teeny tiny little thing wearing a mask in public. I'll never understand why so many people got so butthurt about having to wear a mask. What's the big deal? I mean, is it a perfect solution? No, it's not a perfect solution. But is it a horrible inconvenience? No, it's not. And anybody who tells you it is, is just lying. Anybody can wear a mask. It doesn't affect you. And if you think it does, it's all psychosomatic. It's in your head. Surgeons wear masks for 12 hours in an operating room. 12 hours of doing some pretty intense work. You don't think you can sit at your desk for three hours with a mask on? You don't think you can walk through a supermarket for half an hour with a mask on? I mean, you're just being a child. It's not perfect, but it's not horrible. You need to get over yourself if you have mask problems. And the thing for me is, the mask makes sense. I mean, even before COVID, people were disgusting. I can't tell you the number of times I would go to work, people would be sneezing, they'd be coughing. <coughs> they don't cover their mouths, they don't wash their hands. They would be spreading their germs everywhere, without a care in the world. And how many people got sick every winter? How many people got sick all of the time? If you pay attention, when masking was at its highest point, colds and flu were at their lowest point ever. The masking works. Not just from COVID, but just for keeping you healthy. Because by and large, people are disgusting and don't care about each other. They don't care about infecting other people with whatever germs they have. It's crazy to me. So that's the primary change in me. I'm conscious of where I go, and I'm always bringing a mask. Always. Now, that permanent change really kind of dictates a lot of the other changes that I've made in my life because of COVID. 
I've talked about this before, but I decided to take early retirement, and one of the motivating factors was COVID. As I've mentioned previously, I hadn't planned on retiring for several years. Mrs. Gamerdude and I kind of had a plan, we kind of had a schedule, but COVID changed things. It changed things for a number of reasons. Going back to the first point I made, having to wear a mask and protecting myself from everybody else, that's something that factored into my decision to retire. Because I could see how businesses were, I could see how people were, I could see how society was, I could see they were no longer treating COVID and the risk of getting sick as seriously as they were, or as they should have been, and arguably as they still should be. I've talked about this in the past, I was a practicing lawyer, and I was in court every day. And I was in courtrooms every day. And I was in judges' chambers every day. And when you're doing that, you're in close proximity with multiple other people. And that close proximity is not good if you're trying not to spread diseases, if you're trying to avoid contact, if you're trying to social distance. Now, it was nice during the first year. Everybody was taking it seriously, having Zoom meetings and Zoom conferences and doing trials by video. That was nice. It wasn't ideal, but it was nice, because at least it factored into the equation the fact that you could expose either yourself or be exposed to what somebody else was bringing into a courtroom. So the fact that we could do all of this stuff by video was nice. But as the second year started to drag along, and I could see how the view of having to separate was changing, and I could see people aching to get away from those oppressive masks, and I do say that facetiously, And how I heard people saying, oh, I can't wait till we're face to face again. (laughs) Oh, oh, I can. All of that made me consider my options. As I said, I don't want to get sick and die because somebody else decided they could show up and sneeze in my face. I didn't want that. And knowing the people that I work with, attorneys, not notorious for the fact that they care about other people that much, I decided "Mm, maybe I should look at my options. And I've talked about this in a previous episode, but Mrs. Gamerdude and I did the math and we had a conversation and then we had another conversation. And after several of those conversations, we decided it was okay for me to take early retirement. And I did that because of COVID. That kind of leads me to one of the other permanent changes in my life because of COVID. I avoid crowds. I hate crowds now. I used to not mind them. It used to not bother me to go down a crowded street or walk through a crowded store. But these days, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I just get all agitated in that setting. I can't stand it. I don't like to be in a crowd. I don't like to be pressed near people. I don't like people walking near me. I don't like people loitering near me. I mean, I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. I wear a mask. But I still don't trust these other people. I don't know where they've been. I don't know what they've got. I don't know what they're spreading to me. And I don't want to take a chance. I'm much more suspicious and much less comfortable around other people than I ever used to be. And it's because of COVID. I don't shake hands anymore. Not that I've really been in a situation to do so, but I have no interest in shaking hands with anybody. I don't even want to do a fist bump with anybody. I'll wave to you from across the room, but I don't want to shake your hand. I don't want to fist bump you. Again, I have trust issues. What can I say? I literally haven't shaken anybody's hand in over two years. It'll be three years in March. Along these same lines, another permanent change for me, eating out. Mrs. Gamerdude and I used to go out and eat all of the time, at least once a week. We'd go to a restaurant, a cafe, a diner. We'd go out and eat. We loved that. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was something that we looked forward to. Since March of 2020, when everything went into lockdown, we have not eaten out in a restaurant at all. Not inside. 
We have gone to a couple of restaurants that had outside dining, and we requested tables that were separate or at least farther apart from other people, and we got them. But that's only been a couple of times. If it's five times that we've eaten out since March of 2020, that's a lot. Eating out is just something we don't feel comfortable doing. It's not just me. Mrs. Gamerdude and I have talked about this, and it's both of us. We're not comfortable going into the restaurant setting. We just haven't wanted to sit in the same room with other people, all breathing the same air. Even with the social distancing, people cough, people sneeze, and they don't cover their mouths, they don't wash their hands, they don't get their shots. We don't know who's got what, we don't know who's been exposed to what, and we're just not willing to take the chance. We don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick, and I know she doesn't want to get sick. I'm glad we're on the same page as far as this is concerned. Our lives might be a little more complicated if we weren't. The same kind of goes for travel, too. We haven't traveled very far since March of 2020. We didn't take our first trip anywhere for six months. We did take a drive in the fall of 2020, but we didn't go very far. But we used to travel. We used to fly on planes. We used to go to places. We'd stay in hotels. We'd go to restaurants. We don't do that anymore. We don't want to go on a plane for the same reasons we don't want to go to a restaurant. We don't want to be sitting in a plane breathing other people's air for however long the flight takes. I know that the filtration system is supposed to work really, really well, but that doesn't help me if there's some mouth breather next to me refusing to give me a little space and refusing to mask up. I'm just not willing to risk that. Same with a hotel. We haven't booked a hotel in close to three years. We've taken a couple of trips, but we've booked places through VRBO. And I've read the reviews, and I've read what the people say about the places, and I've made sure that they clean the places. And then when we go there, we bring our own linens and we bring our own towels. Why? Because I know our stuff is clean. Yeah, we may be freakish, and yeah, it may cut down on the places that we can go and the places we can stay and the places we can visit. But boy, we have a comfort level with our trips. We have a comfort level with where we go. We're not so worried when we go to these different places as long as we can control our environment. I think that's one of the biggest things that's changed for us is we need to have complete control over where we stay and the environment in which we are. Again, call me crazy, but I just don't want to take chances. We've been so careful for so long. I think this next thing relates to all of that. Actually, I'm sure it does, and all of this stuff relates to all of that. I'm obsessive even more than I ever have been about washing my hands, keeping my hands clean. I wash my hands multiple times a day. I also have hand sanitizer all over the house. I have it in my car. I have it by my computer. I have it in the kitchen. I'll just be walking along and I'll need to squirt my hands with hand sanitizer. I was always a little concerned about bacteria and viruses. Now I'm obsessed. Now I worry about it all the time. To be honest, I can't have enough hand sanitizer. I like having it around. If I don't have it around, I get nervous. Oh, where, where's the hand sanitizer? I need it. Where is it? We have some, right? Yeah, I worry about it. Another permanent change is the shopping habits we have. We used to go to the store very frequently. Oh, we need something. Let's go to the store right now. Oh, I need to pick stuff up for dinner. I'll stop on the way home. We do a lot less shopping, at least on a drop-in kind of basis. You know, that spontaneous trip to the store. I don't want to go out of the house for separate trips. Let's just do it once and get it over with. We'll do a shopping trip with the intention of covering two weeks worth of groceries. It doesn't always work that way, but for the most part, we're able to cover two weeks worth so that we might only need one, perhaps two spontaneous trips to the store during that two-week period between shopping trips. The other thing about shopping, we buy in larger quantities now. 
I worry about the shortages that was kind of baked into the early days of the pandemic. You're going to run out of toilet paper. You're going to run out of paper towels. You're not going to have Lysol. You're not going to have pasta. Make sure you have plenty of rice. I still do that. I still like to make sure that we have plenty of stuff on hand. We have stockpiles in the garage of stuff just in case. I mean, we always used to have stuff anyway, but I like to make sure that we have a quantity of stuff just in case. It's a mental thing, I know. I'm sure it's kind of like the depression mentality my grandparents used to have. I mean, the depression lasted a lot more years and had far greater implications in the long run. But you know, we've had a good year to two years of certain shortages, certain things not being available. And so when that's become a regular feature in your life, and by regular I mean more than once or twice, it's week after week where you can't get enough chicken or toilet paper or soap. When you've experienced that for week after week after week, it becomes something that sticks in your head and you're aware of it. And so you try to plan against it or you try to plan for it or you try to plan around it. You just want to be ready for whatever it is. And so that's why I have five pound bags of rice. That's why I have 10 boxes of pasta, six jars of sauce. I have a case of toilet paper, a case of paper towels. I keep them around because you never know. I'm much more aware of that stuff than I ever used to be. And I can't see that changing. One of the other permanent changes is the environment that I like to be in. I mentioned before, I used to not mind crowded stores. I used to not mind crowded streets. We would go to New York. I loved going into New York, especially around the holidays. But I think this is partly a factor of working from home. I think this is partly a factor of not having to go into court, not having to deal with people. But one of the things that I find myself craving is quiet. Quiet places, quiet rooms, whether it's sitting quietly in the living room, sitting quietly on the porch, if we go out sitting quietly in a park, I like it quiet now. Now, maybe that's also as a result of having lived a life where you're always talking, always meeting people, always discussing things. And now that I'm not, I find myself craving the quiet. Maybe it's COVID to blame. Maybe it's retirement to blame. But whatever it is, I like the quiet. I like it nice and quiet. The other permanent change that I've noticed about myself, and again, I'm not sure if this is COVID-related, I don't know if it's retirement-related, but because the retirement is kind of tied to COVID, I associate them together. But time, time matters less to me now than it used to. I don't mean it's not as important. Time is still important. Our time on this earth is short. We should enjoy it while we can. But I don't worry so much about whether it's noon, is it lunchtime, is it dinner time, is it three in the afternoon, is it midnight? I don't worry so much about the specifics of time. I get up when I get up. I go to bed when I go to bed. I get stuff done when I get stuff done. Time and deadlines have far less meaning than they ever used to. Now, don't get me wrong. If Mrs. Gamerdude and I are going somewhere, we're doing something, we're planning something, we want to get to a store, we want to get to someplace, time matters. And I acknowledge that and I adhere to that. But the thing that I've noticed is we don't really schedule stuff with deadlines and specific times anymore. We just get to stuff when we get to stuff. We do it when we get to it. I actually kind of like it that way. It's much more relaxed. There's far less pressure when you're not trying to meet some kind of deadline. Life is far more enjoyable when you're just able to live it and not worry about what time it is. I kind of like it that way. So there you have it, some permanent changes in my life as a result of COVID. I wonder how many of those you share. How many changes have you made in your life because of COVID? I bet there's a lot more than you think. 
Actually, the thing is, I don't mind the changes. I kind of enjoy my life the way it is now. If you'd asked me three years ago, would this be my life this year? I would have said, no, you're crazy. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Exactly the opposite. I'm very happy with my life right now. It's just surprising the way it went. Not a bad surprise, just a surprise. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of things. As always, I appreciate your support, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.